Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Turbulent Radio. And no, I'm not gonna be overwhelming you with drama or crisis or anything like that. I'll stick to our <coughs> Turbulent uh, motto, which is having fun and enjoying life. Um, so and what, I, what I actually is enjoying uh, my life and what, what I'm, I'm having a great fun with is always looking and hanging out with Turbugans and looking at on, onto their kutas and trying to um, detect uh, an, a nice patch. Uh, for all of you regular listeners, uh, you might have noticed that we have not had a MVP, a most valuable patch, on the podcast for quite some time and uh, just a few weeks ago I came across a a very nice one uh, and then I decided okay why don't I just feature uh, one single patch and maybe um, develop a whole story about that uh, about one single patch so that's the first episode that's uh, dedicated to one patch and uh, some 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 background information and uh, yeah, I'm not gonna wait too long in order to hand you over to a fine um, gentleman from up north in Europe who is gonna be talking about his uh, most valuable patch, his MVP. He's from Trubigan Jorvik. Enjoy that. not done it in a, in a very long time and I know that and I always get those messages asking for for a segment that um, was started out with the with the Tubi rating radio back in the years ago I always had it on and now I sort of got lost because I didn't find any proper patches to talk about so here we go the MVP segment is on again I'm very happy to have found a patch um, that I was, that was that was really impressing me because uh, uh, by the way it looks it looks dangerous and uh, yeah why don't we just uh, stop talking with me this time is Viril if I'm getting that right Santiago that's the border your name from it's Sweden. pretty close it's it's close it's actually Viral uh, Viral you can call me Andy if you want that's my real name Viral. Viral? Viral, okay. a man with permanent erection and sexual prowess. I kind of thought that was as you good as you could like possibly that. get, really. Okay. So last name is Santiago. Santiago, Santiago and from, yeah. And you're from Sweden, Jorvik. I am, that is correct. Um, that being Jorvik, the, the old Viking name for the, uh, York, the city of York in the north of England in England. So yeah, that's uh, that's Jarvik explained. We were basically invaded by Vikings a few hundred years ago, and uh, that was the name they gave to the settlement of York, or York as it became. So Jarvik is the name of the chat, sir. Okay, but the, the first thing is, I, I thought for the first time, I thought, okay, that's got to be in Norwegian trubi again, but it's wrong. You're from England. Yes, that is correct. 
And but I was when I was looking at your patch, it uh, also gave me the impression that it must be from Norway, because it's a it's a wonderful patch. And uh, well, why don't you take the word and explain in depth what you are featuring on that wonderful MVP? This is the same patch that the Turbo Yugen Jarvik chapter have done. Um, the first one was when we farmed in 2016, which featured kind of a Viking image with um, a Thar's hammer in the middle of the fire. It was a very, very well-received patch, but we decided that we needed a different one and it was time to move on and have a bit of a change, update everything, keep it fresh and moving on. So the patch that we have come up with is basically a circular patch with an inner circular design and uh you can Jarvik around it. So more in greater detail, you've got the circular design in the center is basically what looks like a bleached out image of York Minster, which is the biggest church in the city of York, on fire in black and gray black, grey and white is the colour of the patch. The font that Turbo Jugend Jarvik is in is a font called Exocet. Now, I found that on um, a DVD of a film, a film called Dogma by Kevin Smith, the American director, you know, Jay and Silent Bob. Mm -hmm. And I really, really liked this almost religious imagery of it and thought that would be really cool on a patch or a T-shirt or something in the future. So we generated this font and it looked really, really good. So, all right, that'll do. We're on to a winner there. What else do we need here? Upside down crosses always need an upside down cross so we've got two upside down yeah. crosses on it um the concept behind it the reason is a lot of the guys in turbo yugen jarvik are massive black metal fans um mm -hmm. obviously the history of black metal going back to the you know the norwegian scene in the early 90s those guys were burning churches down so we thought you know black metal fans we've got a huge church in york let's use an image of that burning the thing is in 1984, I think it was, York Minster did actually burn. It was hit by lightning. And, uh, yeah, it set on fire. I remember that day well because I went to school and one of my teachers was crying about it, like literally in tears. The Minster's burning down. This is a terrible day for York. But, obviously, it was restored and it's all good now. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the patch. Um, it, it does look very, very much like the Minster. Um how we got it designed was um i had this idea for him, what i wanted obviously we decided on the font discussed it amongst all the guys and what have you and then luckily i found a graphic designer in the shape of alex from uh, the turbo yugen chapter in wigan so mm -hmm. that's kind of our sister chapter we love those guys are absolutely amazing and they came over and had an awesome weekend with us when we did our party so I sent Alex loads of messages saying, oh, come on, do this design. She's like, yeah, sure, no worries. So I told her exactly what I wanted, sent her some samples of the font. She says, okay, I'll leave it with me. One night, my computer just went ballistic with message from it, and she's just sending me image after image, and they're all absolutely amazing. So we were just on a winner from the very beginning. It was just absolutely superb. So... I had a few little details that I wanted adding and changing and you know, got really picky about it and kept saying to Alex, oh no, can you just change that? Can you just do that? And sure enough, she did it and then she sent me the final image and it was just like, wow, this this cannot this cannot fail. It's just absolutely superb. 
Yeah. So I showed all the guys it, put it to the vote, and it was unanimous, we, we will go with this patch. So I was going to leave it until the new year, until, you know, getting it. Until the next year, the brand new? Yeah, I, was, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll okay. leave it while the new year, put it into production then, and then we'll start in the new year with face-to-face trades on it. I thought, actually, this is this is really, really good, and I don't want to sit on it. I want to see it in okay. the finish. So what, what's the name of the of the artist again, the warrior name? It's out. Uh, the, she's called uh, a warrior name. My God, you know I don't Sometimes even know. She's just called that. Alex. Okay. <laughs> I always that use the real well, name. Well, then, then kudos to, to her. I mean, there's a big shout out that uh, there's some serious art going. Did you have a, a photograph of, of the church that you gave her or sent her, and you copied not it, or, really. or not really? No. Um, a guy did do a rough drawing for us. A guy that drinks in the in the uh, bar that we all go in. And he mm-hmm. he did a rough drawing because he's he's quite a skilled artist, and it was a rough drawing. It just wasn't quite good enough for wow. our purposes. So I sent that to Alex and said, kind of like that, and also make it look more like York Minster. So I can only assume she went on Google Images and found you know pictures of yes. the actual building okay. itself, and then took the original drawing, embellished it, and then just turned it into something really quite stunning. So yeah, the the patch is real now. It's it's in its uh, finished it form. It looks beautiful and, and and amazing, and it looks very very dangerous. I have to say, sometimes I have conversations <laughs> with with Chris Cruzo from Tübingen Opladen in Germany, and we talk about music a lot, and he always comes up with music's gotta be dangerous, and this band's gotta sound dangerous, and I think you can also apply that to to patches because this patch is a badass patch. It looks really dangerous. I mean, oh, you mentioned really the, 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 the the black uh, metal scene. Uh, maybe maybe for the for for the audience, I think it's a pretty interesting topic. We can just maybe briefly or not so briefly explain what's the, the backstory about these burning churches in 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 Norway and the relation to uh, to Trooper Negro. Um, well, I think Trooper Negro may have used when I searched fire erection as a lyric, but don't quote me on that one. But going back to the Norwegians, it, it all started um, early 90s, I believe. Uh, I'm sure someone will pull me up on this because black metal can be a very, very emotive subject. And you don't want to argue with black metal purists because, my God, they are facts that you could never even conceive of. Um you know, I don't know if you've heard of the Laws of Chaos film, but that was just met with absolute disgust by a lot of black metal purists when that came out, and that was kind of a Hollywood interpretation of the, the you know, the, what went on in the early nineties. But a brief summary of it all: um, a lot of guys in Norway started burning down churches. Um, it was for various reasons. You could say it was because. Um, they were angry that Christian churches went up on Norwegian pagan religious sites, so they were destroying mm-hmm. them. You could also be cynical and say that it was just to, you know, kind of generate interest in the music that they were producing. That is a very cool, very cynical point of view, and not one that I necessarily think is correct, but some people do have that that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically a bunch of guys set fire to a lot of churches in Norway, Um it, was, it all sounds like fun and games, but it really wasn't. Um, people, There was a, a fireman, I believe, died at one of these fighting fire that these guys caused. But it was quite a big thing through the early 90s. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how many churches were burnt down, but it was just part of the black scene. It's, I don't think 
there's been any copycat incidences for many, many years now, but I'm sure someone will be able to correct me on that if there has. But yeah, black metal is just a fascinating, fascinating genre of music. It's, it never stagnates, it always constantly evolves. There's so many different facets to it. Um, you could what say, you, you could say that it is. Okay, go on. Sorry, um, yeah. Uh, it, it, Godfathers did come from nowhere, there's no doubt about it. Bands such as, you know, Mayhem, Dark Throne, Immortal to a degree, bands like that, they just, they, you know, classed as the Godfathers of black metal, but sure enough, it's spread out now and the scene is worldwide. There's some incredible stuff coming from the UK. Um, America's producing some superb black metal, France also, but it's, it's become a worldwide thing. So, yeah, it's, it's quite an acquired taste. You. It takes a bit of practice to listen to, but it's, you know, the rewards yeah, of that. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what I'm, I'm trying to, to understand, because, I mean, what, what would you say is the, what's the, what's the most interesting thing or part of that music? Why are people into black metal? What is the, why do you like it? Why, what, what makes black metal um, so cool for you? It generates an atmosphere that really, really speaks to me. Um, I don't know, it's, 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 it's very cold and distant sometimes, but at the same time, it can be very, very organic and earthy, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, it's it's very emotive music. It's not sterile or mass-produced. It just mm -hmm. seems to be very soulful, if you will. And that's quite a strange description of black metal, but it does. It, it just speaks to you. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very hard to explain. Um it's an acquired taste. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll either love it or not, really. There's, it tends not to have casual fans. It's either something... It's a dual thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're all in on it. You don't just dip into it. It becomes kind of a bit of a, a, a life of obsession and all that. And you, I don't listen to black metal exclusively. God, no. Man cannot survive on that just alone. But, yeah. you know, it's it's something I always come back to if... Say, for example, if I'm out walking the dog in the middle of winter, there's absolutely nothing better, you know, put some really dark black metal on whilst walking the dog. It's just amazing, you know. That's, yeah. it's, it's very, very... The fact that it progresses constantly as well. Um, there's, been, there's just so many different variations and influences crept into it. You know, you've got almost industrial black metal with Mysticum, and then you've got... Uh, UK bands like the Forest of Stars who are doing just the most incredible things, putting folk elements in there and huh. just the most bizarre sounds, you know, and flutes, violins, female vocals, things like that. Um, yeah, it just never stagnates and always seems to be moving forward, and it's just genuinely interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, well, if you listen to black metal, it's, I always come up with the pictures of the dudes I... I see at concerts with a long leather coat, and is there a certain what I'm trying to ask? Is is there a certain style? The to traditional, oh yeah, the traditional spikes and corpse paint and all that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of bands did used to use what was called corpse paint. Uh, it's, it doesn't seem that popular now, but a lot of the more orthodox black metal bands still do it. You know where paint the faces white and all this demonic sort of makeup and then ripped leather clothing with <laughs> spikes and studs and all that. It's quite homoerotic when you break it down, I suppose. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's what we like to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. When, when you look at it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, some of them were just a bit of a more evil Judas priest, if you will, but not to cheapen it or anything like that. But, you know, I've, I'll go see black metal bands these days and it's just a bunch of guys wearing baggy ass jeans and hoodies or something like that. It's it's kind of changed. It's the uniforms not as important as the music. Some bands look like the working offices, whereas other bands look like they've just been dug up from a tomb or something like that, and they are actually undead. But you know, that's all part of the image with some of them. It's it's not that important to me really. I'll happily go and watch Frostbit and Corpse Paint and stuff, and I'll happily go and watch you know a bunch of guys that look like they've just left the office. As long as it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I was I was mentioning to Renegra and, and the black metal uh, uh, topic. I mean, me personally, on my, on on all of my cooters, I wear a up upside down Norwegian flag. Yeah. Because I I think they used to the band Turbinico, They back in the day they used to have it as their backdrop at concerts. They had the Norwegian yeah. flag, and it was just to me it was such a massive message. Just to 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 cross up uh, cross up the, the the your own country's flag and put it upside down. And as I understand, Suvarnika was was rising in Norway. They had some sort of competition, or when when they were playing at concerts or festivals, or yeah, when they when they were actually at venues, they were always looked upon as before they had the 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 sailor man and denim gimmick when they were just more or less dressed up regularly. They mm-hmm. had a at a hard time catching a reputation or, or catching on and so they decided that's what, what I was reading or told years ago as far as I can remember they it was their gimmick that separated them from the bad badass black metal bands who were always looking down on them and so they picked up the Sailor Man gay, gay uh, gig and yeah. all of a sudden they got uh, they could nobody could handle that and they got their 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 props and their reputation and their respect so to say so I mean, this is sort of like the my impression of the history of Trumador with with black metal, and, you, and then consequently they used the Norwegian flag upside upside down. And I, I don't know about the, the music taste of the band members if they listen to it, but certainly in that '90s age, there was born in Norway, raised in Norway, interested in music. There was no way. I'm just thinking aloud here. Probably to mm. to 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 to, to um, leave black metal out of uh, out of the scope, so that's how Trubinigo works it into th- into their picture. And I'm be- pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that I read an interview. Uh, I think it's an archived interview with Happy Tom, where he was saying that when the band first started, there was all these bad guys, you know, doing the black metal and burning the churches and all that. And the only way they could compete to be more frightening was, uh, I think his quote was, to act like homos or something along those lines. So uh, that, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is a quote from Happy Tom. It yeah. may be taken slightly out of context, but, I'll, you know, I've, I've yeah. embellished that's, it. That's exactly what I'm trying, trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So then, but this brings back, this, this is, this is bringing back the memories. And I always, I always, when I'm at concerts, and I always try to dress up like a little denim princess, and putting up makeup and glitter and everything can only ask the Yugen to, to to still continue to to to, to use that imagery and that that those, those artifacts just to just to prove that we are a special um, society and it's still to my oh, point the of view Yugen's uh, a special society, all right. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that'll ever change. 
but the thing is that if, if you if you just make sure enough people wear makeup and look and look and put on stick and be all nice, it keeps out the assholes. You know, because a real asshole <laughs> cannot wear lipstick and glitter and denim. It's it almost take impossible. A person. Yeah, yeah, I, I certainly see where you're coming from. I've not gone down that route. I think I'm a little bit too old for it. But I did make a, a trip over to Oslo once. It'd probably be about five years ago to see Turbo uh-huh. Negra. And for days after, I was finding glitter and lipstick all over me in places oh, yeah. that was very, very strange. Like, have I got glitter in my eyes and stuff like that? Because, oh, yeah, that's right. I've been to see Turbo in Oslo. But, yeah, it's a good night. That comes with it. Okay, so we 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 uh, yeah we came from the from the from from the MVP, which is really really nice. Uh, and honestly, I haven't seen a, a nicer in ages. Um, that's that's really very nice. kind of you to say. So it, it means a lot to me and all the guys because we did put a lot of thought and effort into it. And but at the end of the day, it's, it's got to be Alex from the credit has got to be with Alex from Wigan because she took the idea mm-hmm. and turned it into something absolutely stunning. So. Uh, there is there is more work from her that we have got. We've got some more images kind of based on the patch, which we're going to be turning into T-shirts. Um, I've seen a I've seen a hoodie today. Yeah, yeah, the hoodies they only arrived yesterday. That was another that was another oh. thing from Alex as well. It's like Alex, I've got an idea for hoodies. Can you do me this, 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 and this? And then yeah, I, I got a phone call yesterday evening saying your hoodies are ready. Fuck, I really need to go run into the other side of the yard now to pick these hoodies up. So finally got them, and as it happened, you know, all, all the guys were out last night, so turned up with a big bag of hoodies. I'm like, right, there you go. Happy Christmas, yeah. here's your hoodies. But yeah, we've yeah. got T-shirts planned. Um, they will be happening in the new year. Um, just in time for the Dublin party, hopefully. Yeah, uh, one one more thing that's that, that's coming up up my mind. Uh, just looking at at, at the, the burning church, as you're wearing that or using the patch, or as you will wear uh, the hoodie, what do you think the reaction will be? I mean, um, me, me me personally, being from a did you get your best? Uh, I no, not too many people know that I I was uh, I went to school for twelve one school twelve years, and it was a Catholic school with lots of uh, priests. And uh, more boys than girls. Um, but I can imagine just if you go to a school like this, you will be not expelled, but back in the days, probably expelled. Nowadays, at least looked, well, bewildered upon. Uh, mm. What is the, the reaction that you're getting or you're expecting to get? Uh, none whatsoever, hopefully. It's, it's not being done for a reaction because... You know, my days of wearing T-shirts with swearing on just to try and be offensive and edgy are long gone. Don't get me wrong, a sweary T-shirt is still kind of big and clever, but it's, it's, I'm not after any form of reaction whatsoever. If someone says, cool hoodie, then brilliant, you know? Um, but I, I don't honestly think people will be offended by it because you, it's something you can look at and it's not immediate. You need to look at it but see it if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's not completely in your face. You, you could glance at it and not see what it is. It's just, end of the day, it's just an image, isn't it? It's, it's nothing offensive. It's not an offensive slogan. It's not actually singling out any one person, religion or whatever. It's just a burning church. It's just a building on fire. It's, it's, not, it's not that important. And I don't think that much emphasis should really be placed on it, if I'm totally honest. Uh, 
But yeah, it was it was never conceived with the intention of shocking or causing offence. We just thought there's a big old church in the middle of our hometown. Maybe it'd be cool to pretend it's on fire or something on a patch. It's just that was the whole idea behind it, really. Um, but like I said earlier, when we started talking, me and the guys, a lot of them are big black metal fans. It was kind of our little homage, if you will, to the to what went before and something that's of course you know I, just I'm, just like a nod to all the guys in norway and all the other black metal bands in the world so exactly and what, what you really music guys yeah what you really did i mean you turned your your hometown on onto the patch so it's a very local uh, patch that, that relates to the lo to the to a local building that w which is actually in town it, it relates to to music that you guys love uh you you, you use the norwegian name of the town which is a a, 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 a well, like a hint to, towards Norway and Turbo Negro. Um, you, you, you're using a an O and the O, I think, in that letter. Uh, so that's also a Norwegian hint. So it's basically from this point of view, you did you did a 100% perfect job because you 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 use the music. You are using the 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 town you're in. You use the the right font, the the letters, and you put a Norwegian letter in it. So it's actually everything you can ask for match. Well, thank you very much, sir. That is, that's very kind. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I never actually put that much thought into it. It's, you've completely broken it down into things that didn't even become apparent to me when we were doing it. Like I said earlier, the only reason I chose that font was because it looked pretty cool. It was from an aesthetic point of view. I didn't really think that far into it. I just thought, that's a pretty cool font. It should look good on a patch. And sure enough, it's worked. But yeah, yeah um, I, I appreciate all the comments. It's, it's it's very very kind of you to say that it's it's such a good patch, and I hope everyone that gets one also agrees and wears it, and you know takes home some memories and a good time with us lot. Which is another thing as well. Um, people, please do come to York and hang out with us. It's a cool town. We're you know we're well and truly open for a bit of death punk too. you want to come over and hang out with us it's, well, what airport is the next airport up there um the most convenient airport would probably be manchester um because uh -huh. pretty everywhere fled into manchester and from manchester you're looking at maybe an hour and 40 minutes on a train and you're right in the center of york cool so it's, it's pretty accessible there's i would say it's maybe a 60 70 mile drive from Manchester Airport. There is an airport closer, but limited flights there. There's Leeds Bradford Airport, which is more regional. But yeah, come and visit us. It's good. Well, as I understand, it's the only way to get the patch. Uh, it's live on-site trading. Is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, we're only got. It might sound a little elitist and up our own asses, but we we took it to the vote about patch trading, and we all pretty much agreed that it's. I think when you can attach a story and an experience to a patch, you know, you, you look at mm -hmm. a patch on your jacket and go, shit, I remember that night. It was absolutely amazing with some of the best people. It just means a whole lot more than, oh, yeah, the postman sent this through the door. I opened it up and got glitter all over my carpet and I sewed it onto my jacket and that's pretty much the only memory attached to it. Yeah, it might look cool, but there's there's no deeper significance to it. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that was kind of the logic behind it. But we're going to be everywhere next year. Um, me and my wife most certainly will be at Dublin and Hamburg without a shadow of a doubt, and they're two epic parties. Um, 
we're going to concerts all over the country. We're, we're getting around, you know, some of the other guys will be leaving town and heading out to Europe to do certain things. So, yeah, you never know right. where you're going to find someone from Yarvik because we are going to be exactly. around quite so, a lot. Yes, we, have we will be around. Out there. Yeah, you look out for the tubing in Yarvik. Uh, if you're lucky, you, you guys still have the patch, the MVP of this month. So, uh, once again, Viral, is that right? Viral. Viral. Viral Santiago. Yes. Um, thank you so much for taking your time. Thank you so much for featuring that um, that wonderful patch that eventually got the MVP back on the True Vegans radio map. Thanks for your time. Awesome talking to you. Absolute pleasure, and thank you very much for uh, inviting me on. And uh, big love to all the Jurgens out there that get to hear this. Take it easy. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye now. So that was that, another uh, fine uh, MVP on the podcast, uh, Trubint Jorvik's uh, church-related patch. Uh, and since I uh, grew up in a Catholic school with lots of God-related topics, I'm especially happy to be able to sue, one day or the, or the other uh, sue a burning church patch onto my kute. Okay, so one more one uh, one more thing um, about about the podcast about uh, the cream puff. Um, Max Farton, he who's gonna be doing the cream puff in a minute, he reminded me that uh, we should more stick more to Tubi Jugend related music, meaning that there we all know that there's uh, tons of um, Tubi Jugend bands out there, bands with uh, Tubi Jugend members in it. Uh, and we should use the podcast to feature those um, those um, bands and the songs of them. So I can only yeah ask you guys to send them um, your 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 songs, songs of your band. We'll be more than happy to feature them. And not coincidentally, uh, Mister Farton has his own new band, and so I gave him uh, the chance to talk about. Uh, his new album, and he's going to be featuring a cream puff for all of you guys who have an even even better song, or at least equally good song. Don't hesitate to contact us uh, on the Facebook. Uh, just hit me up uh, either on the Tuba Jugend Radio Facebook page or directly on my uh, Facebook Chibesta account. Just look for me uh, on Facebook. My name is Chibesta from Tuba Jugend Sänger Knaben Wien. Next up is the Cream Puff uh, with with um, Max Farton. Enjoy that uh, uh, beautiful piece of music. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll talk to you later. Or we'll hear from me on the next Turbo You Can Trade You podcast. Bye-bye. Welcome to Sweden! Woo!
the best country in the world and uh, we make the best music in the world blah 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 and you know the drill and everything when I'm on the radio I'm uh, Max Farten from uh, Turbo Union Stockholm so my plan was to do one of those robot voice cream puffs because I really don't want to record anything and talk to anyone but then Chebesta told you before that I was talking in the outro so you know how peer pressure works I probably have to do something now uh, so I'm gonna play a song uh, off of the last album from my band Dojiman and the Exploders it was released on January 24th this year and you know we had a whole world tour planned everything was set up and then fucking Ozzy Osbourne decides to bite the head of a fucking infected bat in some Chinese city we never heard of and now we're here fucking Ozzy and Sharon Baskin uh, anyway, back to my band. The album is called Dujiman and the Exploders 2 Electric Boogaloo. And I'm gonna play the third track called Buskill, because that's what this year has been so far. If you want to check out even more Dujiman stuff, surf your way over to our Facebook or Instagram or Spotify or any other music streaming place. You know how it works. Uh, check out our first album, Sweden's Newest Hitmakers, from 2016. Uh, if you love that sweet garage action rock, blah blah blah, Swedish candy rock thing. Or perhaps check out our first EP, Watch Out, Look Out, which is actually coming out on a 12-inch uh, in like May or something. Whoop, whoop, like the American Jugend say. And again, if you're a Jugend and want your band to be featured on here, on Turbjugend Radio, just write us on the Facebook and, um, well, check it out and see uh, what we can do. Hopefully you don't suck. So stay safe, only cough on each other if you're performing fellatio, and listen the Corona up to Dujiman and the Exploders 2, Electric Boogaloo, and the song Buzzkill.
kill.